Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down a show from the TLC network, the name of the network, that I believed was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. When I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. I'm just honestly, with this intro, I was doing it word for word and line for line. Now I'm skipping lines. Can't remember any of it, even though I've been doing it for a year and a half and it's all a mess. But uh, guys, we are coming to you with another messed up intro. But Kate and I pick a show every week to break down and study from the massive backlog of TLC and Discovery Plus shows and all their insanity. Hello, Kate. Hello, Pauline. How's it going? Not well. <laughs> no, it's going, it, it, it's, it's going very well. It's going very well. I'm, um, I'm happy to be here to discuss a, an odd show that I don't know if I was going to have anything to write about, but then I looked deeper into the madness of the eyes of the host and I thought, huh, there's more here that I could that I could talk about with this show. So I'm gonna have enough. Um I'm gonna have enough. I definitely yeah, we're recording this on a on a Monday, and you know, you always want to start the week off with something positive, right? We're all going into a new week. We're gonna start with something positive. For me, I started off the week gaining a new pet peeve and I want to tell you what it is okay let's hear it I don't understand the type of person that does this so my friend and I over the weekend went for a hike which I told you about and um we went to a beautiful area um in Los Angeles it's called it's not the bullshit uh you know um usual places like the um 
uh, Runyon. Runyon, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't even forget it. Runyon, which just smells like dog piss and people just go there to be seen. This we go to, we went to a place called Tree People. A Tree People was gorgeous. It's off Mulholland and Coldwater and they have massive preservation efforts there. Tons of volunteers to, they, they, you see them with their seedlings and planting all of this horticulture. It's just lovely. It's beautiful. And the views are unbelievable. It's like Fryman Canyon. It's gorgeous. So anyway, it's usually quite populated. We went at kind of a busy time, but everyone is just in the thick of nature and it's beautiful. Then you get the people that decide everyone should listen to what they're listening to. So instead of being in nature, listening to the birds, I saw a gopher, which was so cute, <laughs> Spot, spotting the beautiful wildlife and animals and everything that's there, they decide to be walking down a canyon with either their phone or some other dickhead had a full-on speaker, full volume, with their music yep. playing. Who, what type of person does is the level of arrogance you have to have to go, you know what, I want to listen to music and I don't care that it's going to disturb everyone else because I want to listen to it. It's like people eating a fish sandwich on a plane. Ew. Come on. I Ew. despise that as well. One time I was hiking here in Austin, um, one of the green belts and it's this gorgeous area. You know, there's, uh, creeks and all the things you want. Like you say, birds are chirping mm. and we come across this group of friends who not only is blasting music on speakers, but they have them attached to remote control cars that they are crashing into each other. And I was like, why are you here with that? That's not the place, not the place. Just, I nearly lost my shirt. My friend had to calm me down because I didn't need to get into a physical fight <laughs> in <laughs> at 10.30 in the morning on a Saturday at a peaceful location. But I was nearly there. I was nearly there. It's just, okay. so I started my week with a new pet peeve. So add that yep. to the list of add the any <laughs> pet peeves I have. It's such a vibe killer. I totally get that. Oh, awful. Um, any pet peeves you would like to share or do you want to get on with the show, Kate? <laughs> we can get on okay. with the show. Um, all right, guys. So we are talking about a show called Kiwi Survival. Mm. This premiered August 2020, which it makes sense to me that this is a weird pandemic mm. show. <laughs> I didn't get that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it premiered August 2020 on USA Network. It's now on Discovery Plus. Mm -hmm. And this is how it's described. Josh James and his fellow guides, Dan, Mule, and Sam, push themselves to the limit on a challenging seven-day excursion to New Zealand, testing bushcraft techniques and survival adventures for their clients. So Wheel of Shame pitched this and it was a full season. So we'd said last week before we'd seen it, looked at it, we were just like, oh, we'll just do the first episode. I went on there and I text Kate because I realized there's a whole series, but they're only nine or eight minutes each, which was incredibly confusing. None of it's linear, by the way. You think no. it is, but there's no follow through with anything. So I'm like, I text Kate and I was like, well, let's just watch the whole series. And she's like, fine. Okay. So I sit down and now... As I put on our Instagram, Tender Love and Care podcast, um, 
Steve Irwin. I was a mass RIP, massive, massive Steve Irwin fan. I remember him being on English television, obsessed with him. When I went and uh, was in Australia for a long period of time, I went to his zoo and we actually saw him on a quad bike. It was the greatest moment ever. Um, He did so much for wildlife and um, he was fantastic. He was an absolute maniac though and completely manic and running around in those short shorts all the time. But we loved him. We all loved him. This Josh James, now we're in New Zealand here and mm-hmm. I've been to New Zealand. I haven't been, they were in the South Island. I've only been to the North Island and New Zealand's beautiful. First of all, unbelievable beauty. You get snow, you get every, everything you can imagine. I went where they filmed um, um, uh, Lord of the Rings and it's just magical. I mean, New Zealand really is. And it's underpopulated, but it's so far from everything. You do feel like there's a time delay. I know that sounds mm-hmm. kooky. You go to Auckland, which is a huge city, but I I just always felt like I was, which I was, extremely far away from home, from England. And I always just felt like I'd stepped a little bit back in time, just a Mm. little bit. And it was beautiful and it was wonderful. Um, And I really enjoyed it. I'd love to go to the South Island where they were. But you meet this guy, Josh James, and he has that mania. Um, I don't use that word lightly, of Steve Irwin. These eyes of his were like he had just been released from Bellevue. I mean, they were, there's medic, there was something going on, but it was pure love of the bush. So we find out that he's he's a Kiwi, he's from New Zealand and it's his friends. And like you say in the description, Kate, they do these survival tours. And the whole premise of this entire show is that there's we're going to see them, they're going for seven days to do this, I guess, even more extreme it was never, by the way, nothing's described in this show. Nothing's described. No. So, but it was kind of like, we're, we're going to go seven days on a really crazy route to see if we can take our clients on it because they own a company, I guess, where they take their out clients and tourists out for excursions. But we're going to do like, it's going to be like ultimate survival. So like you say, we meet all these people and it, everything apart from a couple of interviews are all filmed. They seem to be on a handy cam or like a GoPro and I'm halfway through this first episode, which was all of eight minutes long. And I start to think it's like a Taiki Wakiti, I've just pronounced him wrong, Ta- Taika, sorry, Wakiti mockumentary. I felt like it was like a What We Do in the Shadows, the original film. I thought it was like a mockumentary. I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 this is what it is. That would have been a much more enjoyable way to watch the show if I had put that lens on it. It reminded me of a YouTube channel. I was like, this seems like a guy who's just like filming stuff with his bros and uh, putting up content. You know, it didn't seem like a fully formed show at all to me. But that's so funny what you say about it being a mockumentary. That's what I thought, because the because guys we're meeting these people josh sam dan and mule okay they're all mates and i do believe they all work in doing this kind of excursions for tourists now they all have different expertise some of them hunting um so i did have to skip some of these episodes um some of them hunting and then others are survival experts whatever but they're all like experts right in this field and they can go and live in a fucking mountain in the middle of new zealand in the winter and survive that's what we're led to believe then we start to see the first episode is this Josh who's constantly kind of like this all the time at 10, really, really always constantly at 10. The eyes are bugging out and he's like, right, let's get everything. Let's get everything uh, together. Yeah, let's get everything together. So they start packing stuff. 
It is so manic. These are survival experts. They're just like, I'll oh, just shove that in there. I don't know if we can have another. Probably can't do another tent. I don't know. Just bring like two tents or something. I don't know. Maybe just, yeah, maybe just bring it. Whatever. One guy's wearing completely little short shorts. Tiny Steve Irwin-esque short shorts. Unclear what he was doing. So we get this whole scene. They look completely cracked out. And I really do think at this point, this is a mockumentary. And they're like, just shove it in the bag. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Knives, machete. Yeah, we're not bringing guns. We're leaving those at home or not. He says, we don't do anything with guns. It's all knives and machetes or whatever. So we're at Josh's place where he lives. And then we find out, we see this long suffering wife that comes up. I mean, honestly, I'm looking at it now. This was a joke. I don't think this was a real show. Okay, I'm telling you. This woman comes out of the house and they call it the homestead. And she comes out and she's like, hi. And he's like, yeah, I got her, uh, got her from the big city in a uh, big city in Canada. So she's a Canadian. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I used to I used to work in a bar in Canada and uh now I kind of you know live with like my husband who goes out and like eats bugs and uh goes away for like seven days at a time living in a mountain. So yeah, stuff has changed. It's cuckoo. They have like three kids, and Josh goes to say goodbye to them. And he says goodbye, gets kisses his wife, he says goodbye to the kid, the younger one he picks up and hugs, and the other ones he shakes their hands. It was so weird. I know. It's like, who are these people? <laughs> I, I didn't. They lived kind of like on. It was like kind of a farm, but it was all in the middle of nowhere. Uh huh. There's this little shack where they're getting ready, and he's like, "This is where I hang out, <laughs> like with the guys." And it's just such a ragtag group of guys <laughs> in there. Like he's like, "Oh, I have like a pair of socks and." A yeah. knife and pants. And I was like, I get more prepared to go on a two hour hike in oh. the middle of a city than these guys were getting for getting ready for a seven day trip in the middle seven of Seven days in the wilderness. It wasn't winter. I think it looked like spring or perhaps autumn. But yeah. they like you say, yeah, they're getting all ready and well ready. And they're just taking the piss out of each other. Oh, you bring pants, are you? Are you only wearing shorts? Okay, fine. Well, you don't need that, whatever. Shove it in the bag. And then he just goes, oh, there's heaps in here. Like, there's heaps in here. It's fine. Like, it doesn't matter. It's like, fine, fine, fine. And so they're shoving all this stuff in. End of episode one. And you're like, what? End of episode one. Yeah. There's no beginning, middle, end. You're just, it just plays. (laughs) You're like, okay. And then they get out there and... I mean, what do you have for the beginning? Mine kind of jumps to where they're trying to start a fire. I, un- all of it should have just been said. It's just unclear. I I don't get what they're doing. So it opens episode two and I'm just going, yeah, but can someone just rewind a little bit and tell me exactly what you're doing? I get it. You want this whole excursion, but where are you going? They're just climbing up a mountain. Then they're going, oh my God, look, there's so many. Uh, so I'm not good at New Zealand accent. Um, I mean, sorry, I haven't workshopped my New Zealand accent. Um, so it's going to sound very Australian, but they're like, oh, there's like snowberries. Oh my God, get some snowberries. So then they're all just eating these berries off the side of a mountain. And then they're like, yeah. And they're all wearing barely anything. They're like, yeah, okay. if we go like, like maybe we should go and like camp at, the, camp at the top. I don't know. Like maybe we could get up there. And then one's like, nah, look how steep, man. Like, let's just camp here. Okay. And so then they decide to just camp where they are. But I'm like, where are you going? And what is the plan here? So they just decide to camp at the side of a mountain. Okay, fine, I guess. Most of these shows that we watch that are similar to this, 
they would have like interstitials where it would be like they would zoom out and there'd be a map and it would show us on the map like here's where we are we're at base camp and we're gonna go to the top of the map you know there was no you're right there was no narration there was no structure to it whatsoever it was just them kind of sitting around and doing things on a whim not really explaining like I don't know the goals of it all objectives what are your objectives on day one to day seven because we see them they go to a swamp and then I felt as though Josh that was his main main guy yeah was starting a fight with the audience the entire time because he's like he goes oh they they would build they build a structure and that's when we would get like a a a a scene of like a map and they draw out okay we're putting this angle of wood to this angle of moss or whatever to build a structure and then it would cut back to him and he goes something like it's like it had all fallen apart or something. And these are experts, by the way. It all fallen apart. And then you just go, well, what are we going to do? Stay at home, watch television. And I felt personally very attacked by that. I felt <laughs> very attacked. I, I was like, That's oh, poignant. sorry. I mean, he was like angry at the people that are down the camera lens. Um, so they're at a swamp and then they forgot something called the rain floor. They're like, oh my God, who forgot the bloody rain floor? So the rain floor was like, we go back to when they were manically packing at his house and (laughs) someone's like, who forgot the rain floor? And it's this whole thing that you put down. It's pouring with rain and they are in a swamp. (laughs) I should not. They are in a swamp. It's pouring with rain. So it's like, oh, I forgot it. So this was a whole thing that you put down that elevates you above water so you can sleep on something dry and hard. They just forgotten it. So then they're like, all right, we're gonna like build it now. Come on. And then they try, then they're all getting like angry. And I'm like, this is gonna end in a bloodbath. I honestly thought it was gonna end up like a Blair Witch. None of them were gonna survive because they're like, come on, over here. And they're trying to build this structure together. And then there's a diagram appears on the screen of how they're going to do it. But they're still, it's flooding. And they're like, well, sometimes you don't forget. And there's all this weird tension between them, but they're all best, they're all best, best mates, best mates. (laughs) I, and people pay them for this experience, apparently. And one guy's still in his short shorts, by the way. So, I'm like, so this was episode two, just swamp, <laughs> mountain, and then swamp. And then there were a couple of episodes. Okay, I don't know if you watched them. I didn't because it was hunting. So I didn't watch right. them. Uh, yeah, there's a big, big segment, maybe an entire episode, eight minute episode is them trying Cute to start out. a fire with t- sticks and they have no flint or anything there eventually one of them's like does someone have a shoelace and he throws a shoelace and then eventually after what seems like hours they get a tiny little spark and then it's like next episode (laughs) you're like okay i I thought they were supposed to be good at this stuff i i think it's just I know that one of them had brought a um, lighter because we saw that in the first episode. He's like, I've got a lighter. Oh, but, and then they shake it like, oh, it's not much in here. Yeah. You're like, what? Nope. They prepared as if there was a natural disaster about to hit and they had to run out in. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Two minutes, that's how they prepared. I And by the way, tourists are supposed to go, I'm going to trust my entire life with you for a seven-day expedition. You know the word I'm trying to find Then I skipped all these ones where I saw they were doing something with animals because they didn't bring any food, obviously. So instead of the snowberries or whatever, they were trying to find something else, which I want to go into. It's a possum. Yeah. Bugs, Mm. possums. Yeah. Then the rafting, Kate. (laughs) Hi. One of the quotes is, oh, yeah, getting a little bit, uh, getting a little bit hypothermia here. (laughs) It looked so miserable. They decide they hit this raging water, right? Raging water. And they're like, yeah, so uh, we actually only only brought two rafts and two paddles. So, sorry, what? (laughs) They should have named the the show that. We actually only brought. Yeah. Oh, my God. "Uh, So what we're going to do, I don't know how any of us are going to get through this water. Like, no idea. So then they're like, come up with the idea of blowing up, I don't know, something to... So they had like sticks that they kind of crossed each other to make a rectangular shape. Then they had, it was something that they could inflate to put on there. And they go, this is going to elevate us so I can sit on the sit on the structure and then get down the river. But then they realize, oh, no, it's not going to work. So I'm just going to have to lie over it. So he was spread eagled. He goes, I'm just going to have to be like spread eagle over. And one of them is just in a raft going, ha ha, he looks like he's going to get hypothermia. Just laughing at him. And so the other guy is spread eagles, arms and legs out, like in an X over this just really just four sides of like a little bit of wood that's just keeping afloat. His entire body's in the water. He's like, yeah, the water's freezing uh, and there's a severe, <laughs> severe risk of drowning. But, uh, you know, just keep going. Ha <laughs> Manic. Absolutely manic. Then there's two of them that are in the rafts that are just having a grand old time. They're just laughing at him. And he's going down. They're like, rock, rock. This is like raging whitewater rafting. They're like, rock. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And I just, and then let me see what my notes are. And then, um, that's, this is brilliant. I swear to God, kid. I don't know if you guys any notes. He said that. After they discover that they only have two rafts and two paddles, he goes, "Ha, ah, yeah, we should really do a checklist for when we leave uh, for, for when we leave for things like this. We should really do a checklist for when we leave for things like this. No shit. You are survival experts. 
Are so, they though? Or are they just guys that somehow got this show? I mean, where was the expertise? Where was it? I know where the madness was and it was in all <laughs> of their minds and their eyes. So they get to a beach finally and it's the end of day seven and they're like, ha oh, bloody hell. Like we all survived. Uh, kind of hypothermic, you know, uh, really need to sleep. But this was a great test run for our clients. Like, was it? Was it? Is this just supposed to be a comedy? Like we're like, oh, these idiots. I, 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 I. What was the pitch room for this? Like we always think about this. How did they always. pitch this show? How, Kate, why do we not have a television show? If these bunch of dum-dums had a TV show where you, they're basically filming their inevitable death. That's what they were <laughs> filming on this. And then one of the quotes when they finally get, like get out of the water and everything. Josh goes, yeah, might be a bit too much for, for some of our clients. And I just wrote, no shit. You think? You barely survived it. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking him up. He does have a YouTube channel. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. how he got this show. And he has a Patreon, the Kiwi Bushman Adventure Vlogs. He's I got 97.7 thousand subscribers Ooh. on YouTube. Guys, go to his channel and look into the eye, look into the eyes of Josh, because I will tell you, it is the same look that I see on a daily basis living in Los Angeles from some certain individuals that live in downtown Los Angeles. And that's all I'm saying. That is the type of look that is in the eyes of Josh. <laughs> Utter, it's like screaming into the abyss. That's what it's like with it. Uh, anyway, then he comes home, right? So we still get this segment of him coming home. And this honestly was one of my favorite. And once again, I'm still at this point going back to, no, this was a joke. This was a mockumentary. He comes home and the wife's like, ah, so glad you're home. Because when he left, she's like, I get so much peace when he goes. So he comes home and he's like, I've still so much energy. Even though he's like, oh, I could bloody sleep for like three days. Anyway, who wants to eat these grubs? So he has this these grubs that he kind of cooks. And so he goes through all of his kids. And this was one of the funniest things. So he goes, Sonny Jim, who is his youngest kid, he goes, yeah, Sonny Jim, uh, he spends most of his time like karate kicking trees over. So he's a great kid. Great kid. <laughs> what? This kid was just running from like a tree to another tree, eating grubs. Insane. Okay. <laughs> and then he says that there was this other kid. He's like, yeah, he's kind of like more thoughtful and like he's a little bit of an adventurer. So it's kind of like the best of her, best of me. He goes, and then, and then it was nice. He's like, and then my eldest son, like, he doesn't like to go out at all. He wants to be on his computer the whole time, but he's really, really smart. He's going to do really, really well. So it was kind of cute how he said that about his eldest son. Cause honestly, I was waiting for him to be like, and he's such a wimp. He's such a wimp for <laughs> not taking after me. He could never build a raft. Oh, I mean, neither can I, but you know, yeah, I mean, that's neither what, could he. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I Kate, I honestly think if you go in viewing it as we've described, it is boringly funny because these people are insane. I know. Yeah, if you're gonna go watch it and it could be fun to check out. I mean, you could just watch an episode or two. Like we say, the episodes are eight minutes long, which is so strange. Yes. Then it could be enjoyable to check out just so you can see what we mean. Um, I looked up some reviews and Good. 
on Amazon, there are only three reviews. Mm. Someone rated it, someone named Hunter rated it five stars, but then said, waste of time. Who wants to search two hours to find a show to watch, then realize they are 10 minutes? What a joke. (laughs) And then Tommy Tommy says, great hosts, expert advice. (laughs) Where did you see that? Because I didn't see any expert advice. Like, what I think did you watch. I think it would actually be brilliant if we. I would. I actually was like at the beginning. I was like, "This is what? Oh my god, how am I going to talk about this on the podcast? Like, there's nothing to talk about. I don't really get the show." Then towards the end, I was like, "I completely understand the appeal of the show." And what I would want more is, can you imagine a documentary series on him and that Canadian wife and those three maniac kids? It would be brilliant following That's... their day to day life. Yeah, that's what it should pivot to. I think that would be a lot more captivating. She literally in one scene is just like, yeah, you just can hear her going, hello, darkness, my friend. Because she's like, yeah, I used to, you know, live in a big city. I used to wear four inch heels and now I barely even wear shoes. Like, I kid you not, she was not trying to say it to be funny, but it came out so deadpan. It was brilliant. I think if they put a camera crew with Josh and that family, it would be amazing i would 100 percent watch it the i'm kid sure oh. is running around with no clothes on and shoes and karate kicking trees and she's trying to save the other kid like it's it would be brilliant every scenario they come across i'm sure he approaches in the same way yeah where they're like taking the kids on an adventure and he's like oh didn't bring any snacks didn't bring any diapers for the baby um i guess we'll just use a leaf to wipe its butt like yeah. you know moss around it yeah. yeah yeah that would be that'd be great it, i so by the end of it when i st- and also i once again i think i didn't realize it was 2020 when you said that so yeah. that does make a lot of sense because they desperately needed content and it was there was some sort of camera crew there because they were being filmed and he did do like some interview style but most of it was like on a gopro i believe and maybe had a stat i don't know some of it there was someone there filming at some point i think but um i didn't know if it was all just one big sizzle reel i didn't know whether it was just like to to possibly get a show it makes no sense i don't know who watches it I'm glad I watched it because he's a maniac and I kind of want to see his YouTube channel now and this wife. Okay, I I have his latest episode or his latest vlog pulled up on YouTube. It's called Barbecue Balls, Uh Hunting and Rafting Stag Party. And it's half an hour long. (laughs) And the first thing that comes up is a warning that says parental guidance recommended (laughs) F-bombs. Yeah, because it's a stag party, which is a, if you don't know, that's a bachelor party. Right. So, so that's, that's imagine the content. Imagine a bachelor party with him. I can guarantee you by the end of it, they were all naked, covered in each other's blood and like chanting around a fire in the forest. That's how they ended up. They are hoops. And because of that, I would give it 250 pounds of learning. I loved it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So if you're a first time listener, we rate zero to 600 based on my 600 pound life. That's where we got the number. Um, I'd go 200. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was funny at parts. I was bewildered. It was, it was low commitment. (laughs) So confusing. So confusing (laughs) at what you were watching. 
just you, you don't notice a new episode starting like a new episode start and i'd be like oh okay so what happened yeah what is there any through line nope nope <laughs> any nope. explanation or narration nope <laughs> just watch <laughs> just watch and you're like all right <laughs> so cake, dude it is so yes, cute um yes. so thank you will of shame for that that was one of the newer ones we put on because we did i finally got around to adding some more shows as i said last week to our wheel of shame speaking of the wheel of shame we should we should head on over right now okay if you're okay you ready to go over yeah let's head you're good you're good all right yep i'm ready let's go over guys you're at wheel of shame we're here we're here okay we are here and we do have a lot on it like i say i added some stuff last week so not everything is uh murders and ghosts but still some of that um we've got alone frozen mean girl murders sin city er uh buying naked which i told you i'm really (laughs) excited about that yes yes um strange love houdini's last secrets yeti massacre um the staircase which is actually a really intense documentary series anyway um what else deadly women fatal vows killer bot oh my god there's a lot in there um ghost adventures uh anything you fancy kate naked buyers i'm with you that sounds really fun that sounds fun let's put it into the ethos for ethos for the wheel of shame let's send it out because the wheel of shame is so good with giving us what you know what we really not always what we want but what we need we say with a wheel of shame yep yep yeah 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 all right let's count it down three two one spin round and round she goes where she starts nobody knows except we do and it is what is it what is it what is it uh ha ha don't know how to handle this one oh so I'd forgotten this one is on. Okay. But okay. So what it is, is it's 90 day, the single life. Ooh. And that is currently airing. Um, okay. Have you watched any of it, Kate? No, I've like read about it. I've heard mm-hmm. people talking about it online. Um, could be fun to just watch like the latest episode and talk about yeah, it yeah okay why do because i have watched one or two and uh, natalie's on there and she's still an absolute nut job but she's in los angeles being a nut job which is great amazing um okay a so, good yeah. good opportunity to talk about natalie you're right that's true okay so should we just do that we'll watch the latest episode yeah i think that okay. sounds good all right guys that's what we're gonna do some of you have been watching it um so i guess next week we'll be very 90 day heavy but we'll watch um, the latest episode of 90 Day, The Single Life um, for next week's Wheel of Shame episode, which comes out on a Wednesday, on a Tuesday. Remember, we have our regular 90 Day Fiance <laughs> episode. Jesus Christ. And then um, on Friday, this Friday, Vanderpump Rules is starting again, guys. Now, there's been a lot online that's like, I don't think I'm ready to do this again. We're going to talk about Scandaville. We're going to go over it all again because they picked up filming pretty quickly after it all gone out. So... How are you feeling about it, Kate? I'm a little overwhelmed by the idea. Um, it doesn't feel like that long since we were talking about Scandaval. And just, I think because of everything that happened afterwards and like, you know, they 
Ariana's in the news so much and all over on Dancing with the Star. It's like it feels overexposed a little bit to me, yes. but I am a little interested to just see how they're going to set it all up, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay. We'll how see. are you but feeling? I, th- I echo yeah. what you say. Yeah. I mean, I know there's going to be some stuff with some secrets are going to come out. I just think the majority of it, we can predict what's going to happen. It's going to be yeah. the first couple of weeks, everyone angry at uh, Sandoval. Then Sheena is going to be the one that's trying to make amends with him, which she ends up doing. And then she will end up hanging out with him and James will James will forgive him a little bit. And and then by the end of it, everyone will be a bit pissed off at Ariana, but not really saying they're all pissed off apart from maybe one or two. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll all look, like say, yeah, we never forgive Sandoval for what he did, but he's part of us. Rachel's gone. This is what it is. And that's yeah. going to be the whole season. You're right. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, be, uh, we'll be reporting on that, everyone. Yeah. Um, Find us on social media, Tender Loving Care Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Um, we're on YouTube. You can find us there searching Tender Loving Care Podcast. You can watch the video versions of the episodes. And yeah, join us on Patreon. It's five bucks a month. You get two bonus episodes. We cover all kinds of interesting, wild, and weird documentaries. And mm. uh, we have that episode coming out Friday as well. Um, we do, Yeah. And we're covering, could you speak Mm. to what we're covering? Yeah, this week. um, So this week, if you're a Patreon member on Friday, you'll get our Bravo show plus only available to Patreon members five bucks a month is um, the episode we're going to be covering the Netflix documentary, uh, Harvey and Katja. And it is a very uh, poignant, uh, tragic, um, enlightening, fascinating documentary about a couple of world-class ice skaters um it's enthralling i think it's the way it ends you would never see coming it's amazing guys it really is if you haven't seen it go and check it out on netflix and that will be available as we say friday morning for our patreon members only it's dead easy to sign up guys it helps support the show as kate said five bucks a month you can see the link in our show notes or go to patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n and search tender loving care podcast um once you sign up we send you uh personalized messages and uh thanks and you've got like a catalog now of like 20 plus hours of extra shows that aren't available to you all if you're just listening to this regularly so thank you thank you for everyone that keeps signing up we love seeing your emails we love speaking to you dm us um on 10 to 11 care podcast we respond to every single message and every single comment we love you all i think that's about it kate i think that sums it up mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here we will talk to you soon have a great week bye-bye we'll- We'll see you on Friday. Bye-bye. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code MOM.